more of the good stuff. Cliffcentral.com Welcome back to the good stuff. Cliff Central's very own happy hour with myself, Brent Lindeque, the good news guy. If you missed the show last week, don't worry, so did I. I was nowhere near the studio. I was out doing great things, or so I try to believe, uh, helping the world, making a difference. And I had uh, Jason and Andrew who took over the, the studio, and I heard they did a good job. I did catch up with it on iTunes, and you can too. If you're missing any of the shows, or if you want to catch up with uh, all the good stuff that we chat about, we're available on iTunes and Cliff Central's uh, website, where you can download all of the past shows. It's how you keep in touch. Um, today, I have an epic show for you. We're going to be chatting about what you've done to keep up with uh, your New Year's resolutions. It's already March. We're hitting autumn. It's starting to get a little bit colder. The gyms are definitely starting to empty up a little bit and make space for the regulars. And I'm just going to touch base with our bucket list guy, Robbie, who's in studio guest co-hosting with me so we can catch up and, and chat about what do we need to do to actually keep up to date with our New Year's resolutions or even just our goals that we've set for the year. Rob, how's it going, boy? Very well and you. Nice to be back. Thanks so much. Man, when you walked into the studio this morning, I actually, I was, I was disappointed in myself that I haven't had you in here more because you uh, walked in and you said, Happy New Year. Like, and yeah. I just thought to myself, damn, you ha- I haven't seen you the whole year and it's already the third month. Third month. Yeah, it's okay, but we've both been busy, been up and around and all over the place. Man, a d- you do get you do get a little bit busy. What do you what do you, what have you been up to? Well, how long do you want to go back? Let's talk about. I mean, January, February, March. Have you climbed any mountains? No, not not since last we chatted. Um, December went to Australia. Went and uh, did a whole bunch of things there. Went to Cairns. Went to Beautiful okay, but we we haven't caught up since. Then. Yeah. So you climbed a couple of mountains in Australia. I did. I climbed the three highest mountains in Australia. Um, it took me all of about six hours. Because they're oh, right wow. next door to each other. The highest point in Australia is only 2,200 meters high. Okay. It's a kilometer lower than our Drakensberg. So it's, it's a copy. Oh, so you climbed yeah. up more copies. Not but it's life. still one of the seven summits. So I've got two left of those, which hopefully happening in the next year or two. Um, then we went snorkeling, Great Barrier Reef. We went to the Australia Zoo, Steve Irwin Zoo. Let's go back just a step. You went snorkeling on the Great Barrier Reef. Who, that, that is bucket list stuff. Bucket list stuff, absolutely. Was it amazing? It was incredible. We did, I mean, my bucket list took a hammering and, uh, yeah, the Sydney Opera House, the Giant Harbour Bridge. We did so much that, yeah. Did you walk across the Giant Harbour Bridge? No, we didn't. Okay. So that's the most interesting story that I found out when I went to Australia. The gentleman that came up with that, uh, that the person who came up with that uh, idea was it was all sort of about he decided they had this big structure a bit like you goal orientated wanted to climb over the bridge wanted to make it across the bridge and he went to the Australian government and and whoever he had to put the the uh, submission in with to climb this bridge and they gave him I don't know pick a number eighty different reasons why. He could not go on this bridge. Because you know, they, they have huge legislature. Massive. There. You can't do anything. You you have to be breathalyzed before you sign up to walk over the bridge. It's a big nanny state. It is. And unfortunately, my bucket list doesn't have climb the world's biggest coat hanger. So <laughs> we, we gave that a skip. But there were so many other things we did, which is really incredible. So this guy went back and took these 80 points, whatever they were. I'm going to Google it so I can find out. Yeah. And he... Went and ticked off every single one as to why he could climb over nice. the bridge and eventually made the tourist company out of it. So it's almost like going to Blowcrans and jumping off. He now owns that tour operating company that 
walks you over the bridge. And he must be printing money because it is chock-a-block and it's not the cheapest ticket in the world. No, when I went there, there were, you'd see all these people sort of yeah. making their way over. Yeah, I know. It, it, it's well worth it, I think, but um, not not really top of my list. But yeah, lots of other things to do, which we did. You did. And then uh, this last weekend was actually my second wedding anniversary weekend. Congrats, we congrats. Did, thank you. We did the world's longest zip line. Where is that? Uh, in Sun City. Okay. And two kilometers, we clocked 145 k's an hour, hanging off a, a pulley. Are you, si- are you a, sitting on one of those pulleys while you're busy going? You're lying in this hammock. So you're in Superman position. Then they send you off down the cable. And you, you fly at, yeah, 145 k's an hour. That's what we clocked with my Sunto watch. And, um, I think you've just to- totally made my stomach turn. No, it was awesome. My <laughs> wife loved it. The video is on my Facebook page. Okay, Robbie, we, that bucket list guy. Check it out. It's really cool. We're going to we're gonna take that video and repost it because okay. uh, I think that's cool. And we might even watch it during like a song break, perhaps. Yeah. perhaps. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Longest Zipline. I went to Clarence over the weekend. It's, um, it's one of my favorite towns in... Have you been there before? Yeah. One of my favorite towns in South Africa. Um, I went through there for a wedding and uh, what a party in the middle of Clarence. Hard to have a bad time in Clarence. No, there's something about it. As you pull in, it just... It just really is cool, like a cool sort of place. And we did the most, they got the most amazing venues there, most amazing restaurants, most amazing vibe. And when we were there, there were hundreds of people there because all the, all the, it was totally booked out. They had a road race, a running race on the Saturday morning. So there was a whole bunch of healthy people there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was good fun. I did Clarence. Do you think we could nickname it the, the Vegas of the Orange Free State? I think it is. I think it actually is because <laughs> a lot of people get married there. Yeah. So tick the box. And a lot of people get a little bit down and dirty, a little bit of drinking and crazy. Crazy. I know every year we didn't go this year because we didn't book in time. Have you ever? Mm. But, uh, they, they have the beer fest there every year and the, it's in February and it's, uh, just this weekend of good fun, bands, good beers, all sorts of craft stuff. And, um, we, yeah, we went th- last year. And then we just didn't book in time this year. You have to book a year yeah. in advance. A year in advance. To get rooms, yeah. Okay, that is the Vegas of the So, so we, I mean, I booked now for next year. Good. Uh, so that we can go back there. Awesome. To the awesome. Vegas. Um, yeah, so you've, I mean, climbing mountains, wedding anniversaries. Have you been doing a lot of speaking gigs? I have. I um, did a, a, a whole herd of things. I've been to every province in the country since the beginning of the year. Speaking to close on 2,000 people already with the bucket list effect. It is doing amazing things. People are emailing me with all sorts of things. Um, one guy in an audience from Pretoria said, I've realized I've got to lose 50 kilos. And he's been emailing me once a week saying, I'm six kilos in, I'm seven kilos in, I'm seven and a half kilos in. And it, it's actually awesome to see that people are, are setting these goals and they just like living it, living a list for a life that they actually want, which is well, fun. We just, we've just had a WeChat come in from Arthur Knox, who've say, who says no one cares about a person's New Year's goals and what they must do to maintain it. Uh, maybe not New Year's goals. I don't know if uh, we can relate it to New Year's goals, but for some, New Year's goals are really big. And if you're a little bit overweight and you want to get back to the gym and you can focus on that goal throughout the year, that's important to you. So I think maybe it is important. And for me, uh, New Year's stuff is important. Goals are important for me. I think setting your mind on a certain goal absolutely, and working your way towards that is hugely important to being successful for me yeah, and maybe for you as well, bucket list guy. Make a list of the things that matter to you. New Year's resolutions, I like to call them the to-do list for the first four days of the year because that's how long they last. Uh, but um, 
I'm I'm all about making lists, keeping the goals that you want, keep them handy. So you see what you are doing. And um yeah, it's a way to just get in touch with the things that make you happy. Isn't it also um your goals change, so they yeah. evolve. Yeah. And you might start on one thing and find in a day, a week, a month, that thing evolves to something else. Priorities change, yeah. One thing's become I mean, when I was younger I wanted to climb Kilimanjaro. Did that. Now it's I want to do it ten times. Two how, more, two I was going to say, how many, times to go. how many times have you done this? I've done it eight now. And yeah, for some people, it's comrades, and then it becomes a green number. And, you know. I, I never, there was never a goal for me to climb Kilimanjaro. I mean, I've, I've climbed little copies, and I've done Drakensberg, and done a couple of these, that, and there. But it, it has never been a real goal of mine. And last year, through um, the neck nomination experience, uh, I got in touch with a mutual friend of ours, Kim Williams. Mm-hmm. And, and she offered for me to go and climb Kilimanjaro. I didn't train enough last year, so I wasn't able to do it. Um, I think I chickened out at the no, last yeah, minute. Excuses, Got none. Got none. And it's a, it's a goal for this year. Brilliant. Which we Brilliant. will be doing. She emails me weekly. She's like, are you keeping to your training regime? Are you going to Westcliff? Are you doing the stairs? Are you getting down and dirty so that you can go to Kilimanjaro and yeah. climb it? Are you committed? And I think yeah. I am. That's and that's a goal that I've set. I think we're doing it in October this year. It's a goal cool. that I've set, and it, I mean that has now become a bucket list for me. For sure, these things pop up out of nowhere, and if you yeah, you can either decide to yeah make them a priority or, or let them go. Totally. Yeah, and, and things, and it's not all about adrenaline. Remember that for some people on their bucket list is this year I'm going to be a better brother or a better father, or and that's an ongoing thing. So it's not a New Year's goal because these things two weeks into January. Everyone's put on those two kilos that they promised to lose. They've done that. Sort of, so there's an ongoing two, thing. Two kilos. You already put on 10 from Christmas. So Tell me about I think it. the two's not going to change yeah. anything. Yeah. <laughs> Australia, this, the rent to Australian dollar is way too high to gain weight in Australia. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was like 50 bucks for a buddy Coke out of a vending it machine. Is, it is quite expensive. And I know I've got family in Australia. When we're there, I mean, here in South Africa, we eat out all the time. All That's the standard. Time. You get home and you're like, oh, I don't feel like cooking. Might as well just go eat out or get takeaways. Mm. In Australia, you don't. There, it's just incredibly expensive. So eating yeah. out becomes this thing that you do only once a month or yeah. when you can it afford more it. more of an occasion. Now, special now occasions. An For us, it's just, I'm hungry. Yeah. Yeah. Where are we going to go? Any, mini, money, mo. Which is mental. Speaking about goals, so I had um, the, the Rack 15, which I started this year. Yes. And we had, had put goals to that as to what we wanted to achieve. Um, some of the things we, we didn't achieve, but that's okay. Because some of the things we okay. did. So um, like one of the things that we didn't, didn't achieve exactly, we wanted to reach every single country in the world, which is it's difficult because some countries don't even have internet. So how would mm. they get involved? Um, we managed to get to 60, which is not bad. 60 it's a good countries number. in two months? A month. A month? Four yeah. weeks. Okay. Um, our goal was to reach 10 million people. That was set. Um, and it didn't mean they had to get involved. It was meant to reach 10 million people. We had a great company who was uh, watching all of the interweb stuff and all of the hashtags. And they have um, they've come down to the research that we reached over 90 million people in the space of four weeks. 90 million. What? In four weeks. In four weeks. Yes, sir. Yikes. Yes, sir. Okay. And then, okay. Uh, and then one of my personal goals was to get Ellen DeGeneres involved. Nice. And last week she did her rack 15. 
So when do we see you dancing up and down the corridors? Man, I need to get hold of her now because <laughs> she's she's sort of done it. She didn't mention me per se, but she cool. said Rack 15. Yeah. And she didn't nominate anybody, which is cool because um, it's all about evolution and mm. how these things evolve. And instead of nominating someone, she said, we're going to turn this around. And instead of me nominating whoever, we're going to make it a, a thing that's going to carry on forever. So she's called it Pay It Forward Wednesdays. And she has just suggested that every single person, including herself, on a Wednesday will pay it forward. As simple as that. So now it's not just a campaign. It's a day of the week. It's an it's ongoing event. Say what? Yeah. So there, there's reaching goals. And uh, and it's a huge accolade to me that so many people got involved. I'm sure you're so sick of me speaking about random acts of kindness. But it really did spread so much joy around the world. And for me, that's what inspires me. It makes me passionate. And... I'll do it all again next year. I'll carry on doing it throughout this year. And bigger and better next year. Yeah, I'm planning on... Uh, here's, here's my goal. Um, Ellen DeGeneres will kick off the campaign next year. That's my goal. Yikes. Okay. Hopefully. Okay, cool. We'll, we'll get in touch and we'll we'll make it happen. Well, Brent, you know what they say. If your, your goals aren't scaring the hell out of you, they're not big enough. So that sounds pretty good. It's, it's on par. Aim for it. Some, <laughs> some of the other news coming from around the world. Um, I don't know if you saw the video on, on social media with Americans eating South African food. It's gone yeah. viral. It is absolutely hilarious. They prop up these Americans. There's like six or eight of them, and they feed them all sorts of South African food. So we've got the Omo biscuits, rusks things, dravos, biltong, uh, anchovy What's it called? Pex and Chivette. Oh, uh, fish paste. Uh, that's disgusting. <laughs> Can't stand that. A little bit of that. Um, they do... Marmite? No, they didn't do Marmite. Wow. But I think Marmite's quite Australian. I think because they do the yeah, whole... Yeah, they've got Vegemite. Vegemite. I love yeah. it. That's that's delicious. Yeah. Um, and they also do, I think it's bitters and lemonade. That's okay. rock shandy. And the, the, the gen- general consensus is us South Africans have really good food. Oh, good. Yeah, the end of it, they're like, wow, this is a miracle. Who knew? Good food coming from South Africa. Yeah. They even enjoyed the fish paste, which I can't stand. I don't enjoy okay. it. Maybe it's a nice break for the Americans because they're getting all sorts of things like chocolate dipped bacon and bacon flavored ice cream. They're, 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 yeah. Two of them actually turned around and said, Biltong tastes better than bacon. It's better. Yikes. And they're crazy about bacon. They're for American to say that. They, yeah. I think they have ice cream flavored bacon. Yes, they do. Like they're bacon crazy. Yeah. Bacon, bacon, bacon. Bacon, bacon. So that, that was something cool that happened on social media this week. Also, another um, video which went viral, it actually happened in the 14th of Feb. Um, it was the Love Has No Labels where they had that big screen. How awesome was that? And then the skeletons, they showed like the skeletons behind kissing or dancing or just sharing love yeah. behind the screen. And when they came round on either side of the screen, it was either an interracial couple, homosexual uh, there was old and young. Yeah. There was uh, just different di- cultures, different, different religions, just different people. And then they had a little girl who brings out her little sister who's got Down syndrome. Oh, magic. and everybody like when you watch the video, I had a little tear in my eye. Yeah. And then she at the end, they basically interview all of them, and the little girl is holding her sister's hand, and she goes, "I love my sister." Like there's no. It's that easy. And I think next to them they go, "There's no disability in love," or yes. something to that effect. Yeah. Really cool video. I'm going to repost those while we uh, go to a little song break in a couple of minutes. I'm not going to go yet because we have one more thing to chat about before we go to a song break. Did you watch what happened at 7 o'clock last night? Big news. No. Big news. Um, Apple did their... 
Their, oh, the giant launch. The giant launch, which everybody waits for. All the geeks and nerds like me. Yeah. Quite exciting. Um, they did their launch. They've launched two new products, which we all knew were, were coming. The one, which is the Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal little thing. I want one now. Yeah. When's it going to be available? It's already available in the States. It's rolling out. Um, okay. we're about, we, we're in tier three. So we're about two or three months behind. Okay. We'll get it okay. here. Uh, from, from what I understand, they've got a whole range of them. So they've got like the cool sporty one and then like the trendy metallic one. And then they've got a gold one, which is retailing at $10,000 for a watch, a hundred thousand rand for a hundred and fifty thousand rand for a little hmm. Apple watch, which, uh, I don't know if I'd want to wear gold actually. I don't think yeah. that's really where we're yeah, going. No. And did they have like a rubberized bulletproof, bombproof? Like indestructible kind. This sporty one. This sporty one's really cool. It's got the rubber strap and then okay. the link is magnetic, which I don't know how long that would last. Yeah, it's magnetic. <laughs> um, and the watch does everything. It measures your steps, measures your heart, measures all the healthy stuff. Uh, you can do texts on it. You can uh, read your news on it. Okay. Um, it's, it looks really cool. It looks like a cool little device. And I always feel it's, it's when you release products, you're either going to do something completely different or you're going to do something better. Yes. And we had the Samsung gear, which I believe was a flop. It, it didn't go well. No. A lot of people tried to wear them, but it didn't really work as a wearable technology. I think Apple might get it right. That's what they're famous for. They didn't re- they've never invented anything. They've just perfected a bunch of things. Correct. Yeah. The other thing that they launched was the um, new MacBook, which they it's, it's not the MacBook Air. They've basically taken the Air and the Pro and mixed it together, and it's just called the MacBook now. Fantastic. The Air is the biggest selling um, product in the laptop range for mm-hmm. Apple, and um, they reinvented the idea of a laptop because before a laptop was about portable computing. It's now about actually lightweight, battery life, looking good. It doesn't have to be this big, bulky desktop that yeah. you carry around and I, I like the macbook air i got the macbook retina display when it came out because i like technology when i saw that last night that got me excited because i like the cool new stuff i'm a big apple geek um and uh i just think it's not a it's no longer just tech products it's a digital lifestyle oh totally if you have yeah. if you have apple so if you have like a macbook and uh iphone and an Apple TV and it, it just all connects with each other. So sure. I could meet you and go, you, you and I could do business together. What's your contact number and your email address? And when I get to my desk, I'll be able to pop open an email and your email address and everything is there. And when you set up a meeting, it'll dive into your contact. Everywhere. Get the person set it. Oh, it's magic. Yeah. So then your maps will say, well, where are we having the meeting? And it'll show you exactly how to get there and tell you how long it'll take. That's insane. Yeah. That's crazy. Cause I'll get, I'll get notifications on my laptop going, you have a meeting in an hour, but the traffic's pretty bad. It's so you should leave now. 36 minutes. To drive. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Have you seen the latest uh, modern family episode called connection lost? That was insane. It hasn't hit South African shores yet. I watched it on Netflix. Yes. Me Cause too. I'm a geek like that. We have Netflix. Don't anybody how we roll um yeah it hasn't hit dstv yet but the entire episode was filmed off of claire's macbook yes it was insane so clever and so clever I-, I checked out all the background info and they did when when you see someone talking on an iphone it was filmed with an iphone and it was done with an iPhone. it's not computers and and that sort of thing That's made mad. to look like it came off an iphone it was That's done mad. with the real product the only thing that 
annoyed me is that I can't get the FaceTime conferencing right. So maybe we can talk after the show and you can show me how to do it. Because she does. In yes. that episode, she like talks to her husband, her dad, her brother, all at, at the same, same time. time. And I tried it at home and it just wouldn't work. Yeah. So perhaps oh. we can do that after the show. Maybe it's a bandwidth thing. I don't know. Maybe. We'll test it out. Um, we'll be back in a, in a second or two. Uh, if you want to get in touch, you can get hold of us on 0861-555-189. You can also get hold of us at WeChat if you really don't care about New Year's goals or if you do because we want to hear from you. That's what we dig. Uh, you can also follow us on cliffcentral.com or myself, Brent Lindicue, or drumroll please. Robbie, that bucket list guy on Facebook or at Everest Rob on Twitter. We'll be right back. Can I- That was John Legend and, and Sam Smith with uh, their new one. John Legend can do no wrong. That guy is just doing amazing stuff at the moment. At the, uh, I think it was the Oscars when he performed the new Glory song. He had everybody standing up in tears. And now he's joined up with Sam Smith uh, with a very special version of Lay Me Down for Red Nose Day 2015 in the UK. Um, they'll also be performing the track live at uh, Comic Relief, which is on Friday night. That's fantastic. That's, that's a combo you can't go wrong with. Sam Smith and John Legend. Jeez. Amazing voices. Um, we were just talking during that song. We need to bring Red Nose back to South Africa. Yeah. How easy was that? And it was such a, a good time and everyone just loved to participate. So yeah, maybe that's on your list of things to get up and running. Maybe my question is where the hell did it go? I mean, mm. it, it used to be so, so, such a big thing. You, the schools would get involved and you'd buy the red noses and I don't know, sometimes the red noses at hand, sometimes they would change color. There's yeah. all sorts of things that these little plastic goodies on your nose would do. And then you could stick it on your car. I think that was called a gonk. A gonk. And it all went to a good charity cause, which I have no idea what. So maybe we should find so, yeah, out about maybe that. Maybe it's time for Throwback Thursday. Bring it back. Throwback Thursday, the red nose day. Um, all right. So the reason why I've brought Robbie in actually is because he is a massive thought leader on, on bucket lists and getting things right and doing them right. He's very good at goals and I think it's important to get a little bit of inspiration when, I don't know, it's March, it's autumn, things are changing. Maybe you aren't sticking to the goals and whether they're New Year's resolutions or not, the goals that you set yourself for 2015. What are the top things that we might be able to do to stick to the goals? Sure. Well, You've got to, first of all, make sure that the goals are, are still relevant. So check if they, they still something you want to do, if they still, you know, relevant. And from there, I think keep them somewhere where you'll see them all the time. Revise them often. Go over them. Say, yes, I'm still working on that. That's a load of rubbish now. That goes to the bottom of the pile. This one's now at the top. And yeah, revise often and make sure that, you know, the cheese is still fresh. And yeah, I think, I'm, I've got lots of lists, not just one list of giant things. You know, everyone thinks, oh, my bucket list is a, a pile of adrenaline and soaked adventures, but they're not. I've got a summer bucket list, and I've done quite a lot of those things. I've got one thing left before it starts to get too cold, and that's blobbing. Have you heard of blobbing? Not at all. It's like a giant balloon, and then one person sits on one end, and two people jump off the other end, hit that side. You've probably seen it on Jackass I or something. I have seen dumb. that. And it's in Michalisburg. We discovered it about three weeks ago. So they have somewhere where you can go do this? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, That's uh, crazy amazing. Yes. It's very, very cool, and um, a whole bunch of us are going to do that before it's too cold. Yeah, are you in, Brent? Why not? Okay, we, cool. They, you know what? The last time that we spoke, they were busy building 
that bungee jumping thing in four ways. Yes. Which, I mean, that's December. It still hasn't gone live. I haven't seen one person jump from that thing. But yeah. when it does, that's still something that you and I are going to do. We're going to okay. go jump off the side or wherever. I don't even know what it's going to do. But we have to go and do that. Oh, that's, for sure. that, that's something that I want to do in my community, you know, support the community projects around you. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, yeah, visit these places and keep them, keep them going. And a midweek adventure. Why not do it on a Wednesday afternoon? For real. So Blobbing is in Michalisburg. Yes, it is. Blobbing. It's, it's, um, the name escapes me right now, but it's a, a very well known diving venue. Okay. And they run diving, treasure hunts, all sorts of things there. And they've set up this blobbing. So two people jump off the top of the scaffolding, land on this thing, and eject the next person into the dam. That's crazy. I saw it on Jackass, and I fell in love with it. Very cool. Um, so saw, that's still got to happen. I saw a video, and it, it looked like it was somewhere in Brazil, but they had taken um, like a Pilates ball and dug a hole in the sand at the beach. Yes. And put the ball there. And then they were like running and jumping and doing somersaults and stuff. That's also pretty cool. It's very if you know what you're doing. <laughs> Otherwise, you wake up with sand in everything, including under your eyelids. Yeah, I could but yeah, keep it crazy, keep it fun, and make sure one thing leads to the next. I think one of the things that you've all always brought up when we when we co-host together is you need to talk about it. You need to continuously yes. be talking about it. If you if you're not if it's not in your mind's eye, it's not going to be happening. For sure, get excited about it. Positive peer pressure. They totally. say, if, if you want to do comrades, sign up and tell 10 friends. You'll never get away with it. <laughs> no, you'll never live it down. <laughs> yeah. You'll never live it down. So that's the kind of encouragement that will help you. Get your friends on board. If it's something that's really important to you, it's important. I think also, um, and, and I learned this with Rack, is don't beat yourself up. No. If, you, if you've set 10 goals and you, you've sort of reached, I mean, you're sitting on number nine or whatever because yeah. you've got one more left for summer. That's pretty good. If you don't get to blobbing yeah. until the end of the year, that's okay. For sure. So, some things are big. Some things are small. I mean, the the snorkeling Great Barrier Reef was a massive one. Um, little things like seeing certain people, that's something that you just got to make sure you get to it because how many times have you said, well, we haven't seen each other since last year. Well, happen. we said that when you we walked did. in, which is it's ridiculous. Thing. Life, life sort of gets yeah. the better of you. For sure. You, you know. So now I'm starting to work on the winter list, things to do, to do in winter, which one of them is ice climbing in Lesotho, which happens to be right next door to Afriski. Wow. Oh, dear. We might have to double head that one. Do a little bit of, I've never skied yeah. before. I've never skied before. Me neither. I went down to Lesotho the one year. Um, we didn't go to Afriski. We went into Lesotho, and we were going to do properly the skiing and playing in the snow and the whole tooth. And we got there, and it was so flipping cold. I thought I was going to die. And not at one point during the five days that I was there did it snow. Uh, there was no snow. And the morning, it's just bitter dry cold. As we woke up, packed up to make our way back, it was white oh. outside. But we had to get back to Joburg so we couldn't stay, yeah. stay and play with the snow. But I hear winter will happen again. So try it again. <laughs> Don't beat yourself up. Get back on the on the. There wagon. we go. There we there go. go. That's how it's done. So you've got a couple of things that you're planning for winter. How do you stick to them? You write them down. You talk about it. Give them priority. You know, uh, if if something's important, you'll find a way to do it. If it's not important, you'll find an excuse. Make sure, check on it every day. Put it in your diary. Make it a, an iPhone reminder. Make sure that it gets the, the airtime it deserves. If you really want to do something, put a date to it and stick to it. If somebody says, can we do this? You go, no, sorry, it's booked. That's happening. 
I think that so every week I've got a segment where I talk about changing one thing to change everything. And I think that's week we're just going to go out on a whim here. And we're going to make that our change one thing. Give your priorities priority. Give your priorities priority. That is our change one thing. Stick to it. Give your priorities priority. Look. I mean, tell people, sorry, can't make it on Saturday. I need to, I don't know, finish the painting that I yeah. started or whatever that goal is. And, uh, and you'll be able to reach the things that you want to. Another thing that's quite important. I think it was John Maxwell, big leadership. Love leader. him. Um, he said, what gets scheduled gets done. Why don't we schedule the things that are not work related? And you should. This you is know, very true. I need to see X, Y, Z. I will see that person, phone them, make a date and stick to it. We need to go blobbing. We are putting a date to it, and we're going blobbing. I, I would hate to get halfway into winter and go, man, it's so cold. I wish we could be doing something cool like that, and we didn't. We let it go by. Cause okay, we, we are going to put a date to this. So Cool. Do we do it on the spot? Are you going to yes, get up? Like, okay, by, by the end of the show, we're going to have a date to that. We will have a date by the end of the show. Next up, we have Peter, the managing director of TEVA, the leading energy efficient window and door manufacturer, who will be chatting to us about the green economy and giving us tips on how to make a business a little bit greener. Uh, we're going to go to a quick break. It's going to be really quick because I don't want to run out of any time. We want to get everything out of him. If you want to get in touch and, and learn a little bit about the green economy, you can give us a call on 0861 Send a message to WeChat, or you can get hold of us on Twitter at cliffcentral.com, or myself, Brent Lindeku, or the Bucketless Guy. We're all here, that back Bucketless Guy. I don't know if I ever get it right. That's okay. That's I, okay. I struggle too. Robbie, we'll put him up there. We'll be right back. There we go. Where's this? That was Robin Schultz and... Uh, Coldplay with Scarfless Stars. He's actually here next month. He's here. Robin Schultz, not Coldplay. He'll just performing. Is he doing he, an acoustic thing? He's doing a gig somewhere. Um, I think he'll bring. This is this is what always bothers me about remixes and and house DJs. They bring the Coldplay CD and they stick it in their system and they sort of wiki wiki that instead of having the band there. Yeah. You know, it's like a big song. I don't know. Talk about John Legend singing with Nicki Minaj. John Legend comes and performs there, but where's Nicki Minaj? Where's uh, yeah. that feature? Yeah, you kind of wonder. Like massive DJs coming, and and it's a massive event, and it's a crowd pull, and you go, they're gonna watch them play their CD. They're Is not gonna mix holo- it live again, are they? What are they gonna do? Yeah. David Guetta got a lot of stick for that because he literally does nothing. He pops in his thing, and then when they take these epic photos of him, his hands aren't even on the controls or whatever the deal is. We're getting off the topic. Peter, <laughs> welcome to the show. Good morning, guys. Good morning, Brett, Robbie. Hey, morning. good to have you here. Good to have you. Thank I'm going to make sure that your microphone is good and loud. There we go. Um, all right, so I'm going to jump in here. You you own a company called, and I'm going to say T-E-V-A. I don't know if you say Teva. 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 What, what exactly do you guys do? All right, we make energy-efficient windows. So that's... Uh, Kind of a really, yeah. No, that's what I said when I walked in. I was, mm, what is an energy efficient window? In a nutshell, it insulates. So it insulates your home. It insulates buildings. It just makes sure your house and your building and offices, everything is more energy efficient. That's something that that the first world countries, Europe, America, will put Australia in that little little segment they're really good at that they have the insulated houses they have the insulated windows they do the insulated doors here in south africa we just don't we simply don't because we had the cheapest electricity in the world uh, a couple of years ago nobody cared about energy efficiency nobody cared about green nobody cared about anything sustainable and um, that's why we had 
wow, wonderful steel windows and things that everybody knows, and it seals so well. You know, close it and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's not get into that. But all our air escapes, all the all the yeah. heat escapes. Now that's not the case anymore. We've got really expensive electricity. We haven't got electricity. Uh, so it's it's kind of a double-edged sword. So everybody needs to go energy, get energy efficient and sustainable and quickly. And that's why the green economy and everything is just popping up all over the show. Everybody's thinking green. Everybody thinks sustainable. And, um, you know, recycling. Did you recycle 10 years ago or five years ago? Probably not. Not a chance. Are you recycling now? Let's yes, ask that. yes, I am. That was actually one of my New Year's resolutions, my New Year's goals. I went out and I bought um, the different dustbins, so you know, with the paper plastic bottles. And I also got a what's something called a digester, which is the big compost heap thingy plastic thing. And oh, I've nice. made a concerted effort to just try and reduce my waste. And I cannot tell you, before on a Monday when we used to put our dustbins out, it was always overflowing and like you could never close the lid and it was sort of crazy. My my actual rubbish that I'm throwing away on a weekly basis is maybe a it's a quarter. Yeah. It, it doesn't even yeah. I, I could use that dustbin for a month and a half and it wouldn't be a problem yeah. because I've just learnt um, what's waste and what is not. Yeah. And if you take just that approach, taking away a hundred dustbin bags from a complex versus taking 20, how much petrol, diesel, you know, greenhouse gases, all those beautiful things that we're getting into. And that's why, you know, yeah, we make energy efficient windows, but we, we sell a sustainable lifestyle. That's what it's about. Energy efficiency, sustainability. And, um, you say, or, or you mentioned that it's a, you know, traditionally a very first world thing and they're very good at it. But we need to get good at it really quickly. Because we don't, we don't actually have a choice. I was in Bangladesh last year for the crickets. Um, I worked on the crickets. And there's a little app I have on my phone called Time Hop that tells me what I was doing on social media last year, the year before, the year before that. And it was a couple of days ago that I got a notification and I went into Time Hop and I actually had spoken about the fact that in Bangladesh, some parts of Bangladesh, and I was shocked by this. this I mean, it was a, I tweeted this. Can't believe it. Some parts of Bangladesh switch up, switch off for up to two hours every day. We do that. We do that now. We have an aim for it. <laughs> Last year, it was, it was so foreign to me, but, but now it's our reality. This is, this is sort of where we're living in. Kind of not by choice though. I'm sure Bangladesh does it by choice. <laughs> and if we have to become a little bit more energy efficient with what we're doing by putting in the doors and windows, um, it's a start to a bigger plan. Absolutely. Actually. So uh, the reason we brought you in here is not just about the great windows and doors you do, but you're also a thought leader on green economy. This is, this is what I've been told. And, uh, and you're, you're focusing on, on inspiring that change within the economy. What is, what is the idea behind that? Okay. Brett, firstly, the reason you can say that, and I'll say it with, with kind of tongue in cheek, thought leader on the green economy. Yes. To a certain degree. When we started nine years ago, there wasn't something like a green economy. It simply didn't exist. So the people that's starting to come out of the woodworks, the people that's starting to jump into the front lines, it's us. It's young people in general, young entrepreneurs, um, all the new stuff, all the firsts, all the everything that's happening. Because it's a new industry, there isn't the – I'm going to say something really – Unpolitically correct, but let's say the the old 50, 60 traditional 
business owners that's that's been doing the same thing for 30 40 odd years it doesn't exist it's a new economy it's new opportunities and that's why it's so fantastic for youth for anybody just wanting something new because most of those opportunities simply didn't exist 10 years ago. A hundred percent. I can agree with you there. And just if I take it in a business perspective, I see it on a daily basis where the older, if we want to call it that, um, the classic businesses, oh, well <laughs> how they, how they work on a different mechanism completely. Um, a lot of the new businesses and it's, it's nothing to do. And maybe it is. You, you can tell me if I'm wrong or right, but a simple thing like a receptionist. A lot of those have just disappeared off the new companies. Newer, younger companies, there's no need for it. There's nobody sort of answering phones. That's all digital. Press one if you want to speak to sales. They'll answer it when they answer it. Fax machines. When I, when I get an email or a, a phone call telling me I need to send a fax, I think, what year are you in? Yeah. What, I mean, we don't even work with paper anymore. I don't, I don't have a printer in my office. We don't work with paper. I'm a paperless office. Um, but yeah, so, so green economy, um, you're a thought leader because you've been in it for so long and you are making a change right now. Um, there's something that you are working towards with the class of 2014. What is that? Right. As I mentioned, it is a, it is a fairly new economy and we all know that we've got massive challenges with unemployment, specifically youth unemployment. Government realizes that and we're all working towards it. Now, with us as a small company, we have, call it an internship that we we started literally this month and we take unemployed matriculants 2014 is is this but even back even 2013 2012 and we give them four week internship in the company to see what it's about to see what business is about to see what opportunities green businesses have because traditionally nobody would think of the green economy or a green business to actually you know as a viable option to, to be employed in the green economy, again, because it didn't exist. But government is making available so much money. I mean, a couple of years ago, they 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 have got an incentive scheme, not an incentive scheme, uh, an initiative where they made available 22 billion rand for green industries, any green initiatives. And government's looking towards it. The country's looking towards it. Consumers are looking towards it. And youth need to know there are other options. If you can't get into university, have a look around. Because the growing industries, it's not mining anymore. It's green economy. I think it's important what you're doing because there is a huge segment of of. You, I mean, you mentioned the 2013, 2012. There's all these young kids that are not finding work, that are not going, going to university. And if we don't, as a society and as entrepreneurs, if we don't concentrate on those kids, the problem is just going to be bigger in 10 years' time. We need to be fulfilling that role for everybody. And it, it's not to, I don't know, give a man bread and then he'll eat for a day and teach him how to make bread and he can feed himself. That is what it is. If you can create that in entrepreneurial spirit within the kids that are finishing school i think it's incredibly important and it's really cool how you're doing it but by adding in the green economy because that's what our country needs to do as well it's not just about the business sector it's not just about making profits it's also about looking after what it is that we have and and by being a little bit more sustainable we are these are big words i'm using no but (laughs) absolutely i mean if you have a look the previous show there was a couple of ladies on here that assist startups assist young entrepreneurs to access funding through various mechanisms that's that's available and it's you know there's always the okay but i really want to work for myself or i really want to do something but 
you know, I don't have the money. I started my first business when I was 16 years old. At home, I worked as a waiter to get money, started buying blankets, selling that into the community, and literally no money, and that's how I started. And it grows, and you go from there to something else or something bigger. Sometimes you take off a step back, and it happens. But there's so much available. There's so much help for young entrepreneurs, for new business owners, and especially in the green economy. Just ask. Agreed. How do people get in touch with your – I mean, you have your organization, but you also you, – you are a thought leader. So do you have social media platforms where people can follow you? Um, do you have something where people can keep up to date with all the good stuff you're up to? Right now I'm going to say something that's probably not going to be very liked in this, uh, shall we say, unconventional place. Yes. You can say whatever you want. This is on radio. I haven't watched TV in eight years. No. Yes. I know. It's horrible. Wow. I love watching movies and I love reading. I've got a TV and I'll pop in a movie and I'll say, no, I love that, but I don't watch TV. Okay. Um, I would pick up a book and I would read or I would go do something. Um, for for that, you know, case in point, I only got onto Facebook about six months ago. <laughs> Say what? Yes. <laughs> okay. okay. So from a technological point of view, we we getting into it, and I've got a fantastic PR lady that's that's starting to set up these things because it's important. And the problem is, I'm kind of unconventional against a lot of technologies. I don't receive a single work email on my phone because I choose not to. When I go away and I went away to Italy for two weeks, I was offline for two weeks. I didn't have a single email from work for two weeks. Do you know what that feels like? Well, I think for, and, and I've got a, a very good friend of mine, Paul, who owns a couple of different restaurants in, in, um, Johannesburg. Really good restaurants. And he's got the same philosophy. He's Greek. So every year he takes his wife back to Greece for, three, four, five weeks. And during that time, you cannot get hold of him unless you phone him on his home phone in Greece. He doesn't even take a cell phone. He just sort, he switches off because for him, it recharges his batteries and it brings him back to South Africa to just kick it off all again. Yeah. So I think the philosophy is great. Um, I don't believe I'll be able to do it. Uh, it's not for everybody. I know it's, it's the exception, not the rule. Yes. And I'm, I'm very, I'm for myself, I'm very plugged in. Sort of the, the Facebook, the Twitter, the blogs, the email, the it's con- and it's constant. Look, I understand that, but also it was a it was a conscious decision a couple of years ago. Let's call it two, three years ago, um, when things were not going as well as it's going now. I received a couple of hundred emails a day, literally every day, and I've been fortunate enough. There's new people in the business, people that's really, really well set up and and competent. So you delegate things and you kind of get away from this. And it was a massive, massive concerted effort and a conscious choice to get away from it, not getting a couple of hundred emails. I mean, I'm sitting here and I receive maybe 20 emails a day at the moment because everything else goes to the red one people. If you wow. send me the wrong email, I don't read it. it. It gets deleted. And it's it's really hard getting into it. But once you're into it, go away for two weeks, come back, you've got 150 emails. Can you imagine that? That's crazy. Fantastic. So yeah, but, the, but there is there, there are social media mechanisms. Um, we're going to get that from the lovely PR lady sitting in the couch, and we're going to repost that and put it onto Twitter and put it onto Facebook so that people can get in touch. Look, we've got a Facebook page, we've got a website which is very informative. Um, it's designed for the professional because, as you mentioned at the beginning, we do energy efficient windows. What do we do? 
And the website has to be informative. It has to be interactive. And it's very educational. We're still educating the market. We're educating the South African consumer about all of this sustainable living. What what does it really mean? So there, there are touch points, social media, Facebook, a little bit of this stuff, and, and it gives you an idea of who we are and what the company is. But um, this is why we've got the internships that's coming online. We we are looking to get all these things up to, to communicate what we're doing currently. And um, one of the big challenges with any business, you never know where to, to hit first, and, and there's always a million things happening. But, um, yeah, we're getting there. Excellent. It's been great having you on the show, and thank you for sharing your insights and also what you do. And, and we will repost all this so that people can get involved. And hopefully if there's there's listeners out there that are looking to, to become entrepreneurs, looking to learn a little bit more about business, he has a fantastic opportunity for you to perhaps get the internship and become part of the organization for a bit and, and take some skills away with you, which is really, really rad. Absolutely. Look, you can, you can contact us uh, through the website at any given time. And uh, it's tivawindows.co.za and get through to us. I mean, even if you phone through to, to the office and just want to speak to me, uh, more than welcome. That's that's what this is about. Amazing stuff. You're, you're, you're an inspiration. We will tweet all of those links. Before we go away, this is the good stuff, and I love concentrating on good news stories. So I've got three that I've found that are pretty phenomenal. I don't know if you saw the dancing man all over Internet, social media yes. being spread. There was this really, 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 and you wouldn't have maybe because no, you're not probably on not. Facebook. So I'll, <laughs> I'll bring the story to you. There was a guy in um, the state. I know he was in the UK, and he was quite overweight, like really overweight. And he was at a party, and he was dancing and having a really good time. And there were a bunch of really, really mean girls who were mocking him and sort of taking photos of this guy, thinking it's a big joke. He was really overweight, uh, but he was having a good time. And he realized that they were mocking him, so he stopped dancing. And they took another photo. So they, they posted two photos, these mean girls. Um, the one was of him dancing, having a great time. And the other was of him looking incredibly sad because he'd been caught out. And he, I mean, he's a bit embarrassed because he must probably, maybe because he's overweight. Who the hell knows? And they posted this all over the internet and it went viral very quickly, got picked up by all these women in California. They've now put together a party for him where he'll be flying over to California with like 20,000 women. It's insane that all <laughs> want to dance with this man. And the lead act doing it all for free is Pharrell Williams, uh, our happy ambassador. He's going to be performing. So it's super, super cool to see really good stuff happening in the world. Yes. Fantastic. He was having a bit of a bad day, but um, it's all turned around for him, which is really cool. Absolutely. That's the stuff that I love to hear. Did you see it? I did. I it did. was very cool. Yeah. Um, the second thing is that damn dress. I don't know if you... That I haven't seen. The dress, that stupid dress that was everybody was tweeting and Facebooking, whether it was white and gold or blue and black. And Did you not hear anything no. about that? Also, Scottish, little town, about 140 people. The mom was getting ready for the wedding, and she sent her daughter the three photos of what she should wear to this wedding. And uh, her daughter replied going, yes, the third one, the white and gold one. And the mom went... It's blue and black. Okay. And the daughter went, no, mom, it's white and gold. And it started this whole little uproar in their little town where they were getting married. It went onto social media. And basically, it was a whole light refraction that you would see on the picture. I'm going to show you the picture to find out what okay. you what you say, whether it's white and gold or blue and black. And um, the, the it turns out the dress is both white and gold and blue and black, depending on how you 
experience the picture. Okay. I can't believe you haven't heard of this. Where no, have you been? It, it's sounding like a paint job on a car from Fast and Furious. <laughs> I'll show you the picture so that you can see. Anyway, South Africa Salvation Army have taken that the, the stupid dress that went all over the internet and people were speaking about it. And they, they put it in a, in a model who she was wearing a white and gold dress. So there was no mistaking that, but she had bruises all over her. And it said, it doesn't matter if you see white and gold or blue and black. She's abused or noticed the abuse or whatever nice. it was. Brilliant campaign. Um, it's been entered into cans and that all happened last week, which is flippant insane. That's pretty cool. Um, the Salvation Army, really, really cool. The last story that I have is, uh, is quite a nice one. It's Chris Evans, uh, who played, I think it was Captain America. Yes. Chris Evans and then his mate, um, Chris Pratt, who plays another superhero. They went to a Seattle hospital. I've posted this online. I'm going to repost. They went to a Seattle hospital dressed up in their superhero outfits and they hung out with Children's Cancer Ward for a full day. Right. I, I actually saw it. that. Now I'm feeling very proud. I saw you something saw that, that you're talking about. <laughs> Welcome to Earth. <laughs> well, thank you. And it was a, it was a cool thing to see. That's fantastic. I, I love it when celebrities go out and, uh, and and do stuff. We've just had someone on WeChat. We have Brad who said the dress should be drenched in petrol and burnt. Thank goodness someone knows what I'm Yikes. speaking about. Otherwise, you know, it really caused such a stir. Brad, I'm hoping that it didn't cause too much trouble for you. Um, with a lot of girls were fighting about the color. My office was at war. They actually made camps. It was blue and black and and gold and white. I'm going to show you the dress in a okay. bit. We've okay. come to the end of the show. It's been a great show. It's been great having you on. Great. Thanks for having me. It's always cool to see cool people come and join us with really good stories of cha- – ch- you're a change maker. That's exactly what you are, changing the world. Um, Robbie, it's been great having you on the show. It always is. Thank you. Always like to be here. I said I'm going to make it more regular because you were meant to be on like every month and, and we just have so many co-hosts and it gets so busy and then I lose track of time and then I go, hold on. Robbie hasn't been on in a while. We need to pull him in and find out what that bucket list guy is doing. Yeah, man. I'm always around. I'm always keen for something like this. You're always around. It's the good stuff for this week. It's been an amazing show. I loved hanging out with you. I promise I'll be back next week again. I'm not going to let you down. Um, I'm going to leave you with a little nugget that you can take with you. The great, the greatest danger for most of us lies not in setting our aim too high and falling short, but in setting our aim too low and just achieving the mark. You should always be aiming for the stars. That's what we want to reach. It's the good stuff for this week. Thanks for joining in. Uh, if you want to catch up on any of the shows, be it this one, the last one, three months ago. You can catch up all on iTunes, also on cliffcentral.com. Um, next up is The Buzz, a great show. Don't miss it. It's going to be fantastic. It's been awesome. Thanks and only good things.